Welcome to Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week we have something new for our show. We were joined by four guests, my wife Rissa, and our close friends Ali Osborne, Rebecca Franklin, and Lexi Vidia. All four of these moms are planning on homeschooling, so we asked them why they wanted to homeschool, what some of their fears are, and a whole lot more. It was a ton of fun, and we think you'll enjoy it. But before we start, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for their support of The Smiling Homeschooler. They make this all possible, and they're a math curriculum that helps more homeschoolers smile. So go check them out over at teachingtextbooks.com. So let's get going. Well, I'm going to go ahead and do the intro because uh, Dad's got some mic problems here. Uh, we This week, we thought it would be fun. Uh, me and my wife, Rissa here, who's right next to me on the video here, uh, she, we have been part of a marriage group for the last like five years and uh, these three ladies are part of that group, uh, Lexi, Allie, and Rebecca. And right now they're all planning on homeschooling. So we thought it would be super fun to have them on here along with Rissa and just kind of talk, uh, see what their plans are, what they think about it, why they're homeschooling and all that. But maybe real quick, uh, go around the horn. Uh, Rissa, I think most people probably already know we have three kids and everything. But uh, maybe in, in the order you are, so Rebecca, then Allie, then Lexi, maybe just go around and, you know, say who you are, who you're married to, and how many kids you have. Sure. I'm Rebecca Franklin, and I'm married to Jared Franklin. Um, he's a local business owner here in town. And we have two daughters, two and a half and four and a half. And then I'm expecting next month. That's awesome. Awesome. I'm Allie Osborne, and my husband is Jake Osborne. Um, he's a youth pastor here in town, and uh, we have two kids, William and Charlotte, and they're four and two. Awesome. Lexi? And then my name is yep. My name is Lexi Vita. My husband's name is John. He is a salesman for Rab Water in town. If you live locally, and um, he excuse me, we have two boys. Uh, a three and a half year old named Ira, and then an 18 month old named Judah. And then I'm expecting in October. We don't know what that is yet. <laughs> right. Dad, can you hear? You want to give a shot, see if you can talk? I can yes. hear, but can anybody we hear can me? can hear you now. That's much there you better. Are. Okay. Uh, Rissa, did you go? Uh, no, I'm Rissa, and I'm married to Ben. I don't know where he is on here, but <laughs> yeah. That's right. So. <laughs> and we have three kids, as we've said before on many, many episodes. Uh, Renly, Hudson, and Anders, uh, and we are not expecting again right now. So we're we're good there for a little while. But. And I'm Todd, and we're not expecting either. Um, <laughs> but uh, how about uh, girls? Why don't you tell us your 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 school background? Like, you know, uh, I know some of you are homeschooled, but what, where did what was your background? Where did you go? <laughs> okay. Um, I grew up, I'm number 10 out of 11 children and grew up in a small town where there wasn't. You don't even need to say anymore. We already know <laughs> that you were homeschooled. She wasn't. I mean, once you said, the first one, I was actually the first one in my family who was homeschooled. My dad started a small like charter school uh, because there wasn't any options for our community. And so eventually for just a lot of different reasons, um, I started homeschooling when I was a freshman, which we were using ACE curriculum and it's essentially homeschooling. We were all in one one room anyways, but it was homeschooling with other families, but out of school and um, we had sports teams. But yeah, I, I started homeschooling when I was a freshman and then I did that freshman and sophomore year. And then I went to um, in a, an adjacent town. I went to a high school for one year, a Christian high school, and then I homeschooled my last year. Nice. Okay. How about you, Allie? Yeah. 
so I grew up in a small town, um, went to a public school that was um, smaller. I think it was like a class of probably 75 students until I was a sophomore. And then my sophomore year, I transferred to actually the same Christian school that and Lexi went to um, and finished out there and graduated from Lakeland. Yeah. You're and next, then, Lexi. Yes. <laughs> and then I, uh, I started growing up uh, at a private Christian school until third grade. And then I uh, was homeschooled from third through sixth grade, but not by my parents. I had a, a tutor of sorts who came for a few hours, four days a week. Um, and then I, I feel like went- I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. It's not something I like to say because it sounds kind of up It does kind of what? sound like you have a Maria von Trapp, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, who kind of took care of yeah. you. Governess, I guess. Governess. Not, yeah. <laughs> it was only for like three or four hours a day. Nice. And she helped with my other siblings too. But then, um, then I went to Lakeland Christian for all of middle and high school. And how about you, Rissa? Uh, yeah, I was pretty much homeschooled from the start. I went to preschool and kindergarten, and then I did half of first grade at a public school. And then my mom started homeschooling my older two siblings. So I just, I mean, we all just started being homeschooled. And then I did some high school classes, like I took Spanish, and I think I did like FFA agriculture class that I did not like at all. But I did that during high school, and then some like college classes during high school just to because they were cheap and I could count them yeah so I mean I feel like it's pretty you know a decent amount of variety I don't think anyone was full public school all the way through but you know private school so you know I think one of the most important things for a lot of people is kind of the why behind homeschooling because it can be pretty tough as you know all everyone will find out or you know already knows from their own experience of growing up in it what is kind of the main motivating factor for you guys on why you all are planning on homeschooling, at least as of right now? So someone go. <laughs> I can go first. We can yeah. just keep the order. Yeah, that's fine. That's been um, working. My top reasoning, which I'm still holding it with open hands, but my reasoning is um, to be the primary like discipler of my children. I want to spend, be the one to spend the majority of time with them. Um, so I feel like that's probably one of the best tools is cause you're with them all day yeah. to be able to disciple them. Um, also I know like just among my two daughters, they're like so extremely different. And if they were put in the same setting, uh, in certain ways they would, they would thrive in certain areas, but they're definitely like, I don't want to say special needs, but really special needs that each kid has and that I think could be really awesome if lean into. So just the ability to cater the education to each kid um, and be flexible with that is something that's really attractive to me. Nice. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Similarly, um, I think as I've, as I've kind of approached the beginnings of the homeschooling journey, I'm realizing um, I'm kind of backtracking and asking like, why did God give me these children? Like why, um, why, why has he put them in my life for me to be able to um, shape them? And I'm realizing just the importance of, like she said, discipleship, um, the importance of Jesus to be at the center of everything that we're doing. 
And um, just to be able to really instill what's important in them. And I think homeschooling really allows that, um, obviously, because it gives you the freedom to um, just prioritize what is most important to our family. So, yeah, I think, like she was saying, like the, the opportunity for discipleship. Yeah, I would second all of that. Um, and in addition to that, I would say, I mean, right here, this is so much of our core community. We spend a lot of time together anyways. And I don't know, I would be so gung-ho about homeschooling. I probably would be, but I definitely feel like um, it helps that, I mean, all of our good friends that our kids have grown up with are planning on doing that too. So many of the comments I hear about homeschooling is, will they be socialized? And they definitely will be. Um, also, I would say having two boys, maybe a third on the way. I love the idea of a shorter school day that can be more focused and be more play-filled, uh, wonder-filled, rather than inside in a classroom for eight hours a day. That also really appeals to me. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, babe, I mean, obviously yeah. <laughs> people have heard from me, but what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree. Like, I'm obviously in the same boat, and I, one, two, three, third, the same. Um, but just another thing that I was thinking of, too, um, yeah, we just get to spend the most time with them. And I'm, I don't know, this is kind of like a curse, but I think of, like, at the end of our journey, I want to be able to look back and be like, okay, I didn't miss, like, a single opportunity with them. I spent every day with them. Like, I don't want to look back and be like, oh, like, I wish I would have done that, but now I like with our homeschool journey, I'll know that I did everything with them and we were with each other every day, like doing life. And yeah, I'm just excited for that and mm. everything else they said. <laughs> well, I mean, that's exactly why we kind of did it. You know, we didn't have some great spiritual reason. We just were like, I'm not ready to give our kids up yet. You know, I'm not ready for my kids to disappear for hours at a time. And that's kind of the reason we did it. And I will say, have you noticed how glowing red my head is? I got some sun today yeah. uh, being outside. So that, it's looking good. It's looking good. Well, <laughs> hey, uh, you know, along with that, the, the reasons to homeschool, um, maybe what are you most fearful about homeschooling? I mean, is there something that as you look down the, you know, the, the stretch of the journey, that, that may make you a little nervous. Uh, are there any of those things in you? Lexi, yeah. you can go first. Yes, um, I'd say the first thing that comes to mind is, again, the fact that all of our close friends are doing that is a blessing, but I, I'm a little uh, worried about being like caught in a bubble of similar thinking to the point where I wanna make sure my kids get outside of that, that I you know, show them other, you know, Maybe Wrong thinking. I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, you know, almost just like not everybody looks like us or acts like us and making sure that they're able to see that. Like, I guess that's kind of maybe not a fear of mine, but something I want to be aware of. Mm -hmm. Those good things. Yeah, I, I would say I want to avoid burnout. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like I see a lot of moms who start out very enthusiastic and um yeah have all of these grandiose plans and then they fizzle you know because it's just too much yeah. and you know 
momming is hard and homeschooling really is just momming, right? And so, uh, yeah, I just, I don't want to lose the joy of what it means to be a mom and to be with them. And like Rissa was saying, like those, those moments, experiencing those little moments every day, like, um, yeah, I just don't want to get burnt out from yeah. that, from get bogged down by all of the expectations. So do you think, I mean, I, I haven't let uh, Rebecca or Rissa answer yet, but do you think, uh, are, are all of you or some of you more prone to doing just what you said, Allie? I mean, like, who will jump in with both guns blazing and will have lesson plans planned out for their entire life, you know, before you start kindergarten? And, you know, you'll, you'll fill your day. I, I mean, does that concern you about yourselves? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, even at this point, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say like, I plan to be a big like lesson planner or um, anything, anything really that intense as far as that's concerned. But I do think I hold on to some ideals. Um, like certain goals that I want to reach or like ways that I want it to feel and to look and um, like the experience of it, you know? Mm. And so um, do you see, do you think they're realistic I, goals or do you think they're a picture that, that is unattainable? Some of them, some yes. of them, maybe not so much, you know? Yeah. And, and some of them are goals, you know, of things that obviously we're not doing now. That's the point of a goal, right. Is to, change some things but uh yeah i think some of it might be maybe idealistic yeah. so we'll see <laughs> i'll hop in there i think we're probably the first generation besides maybe like the mom blogging culture of 10 years ago that is going into homeschooling with this whole instagram culture of this is what homeschooling should look like and this is the beautiful version of it this is what everybody wants and isn't this wonderful and I think it's really easy to fall into the trap of, I need to look like that. And my kids need to look like this so I can, not so you can share it, but just so I fit in. So that it's um, successful. Yeah. I don't yeah, want to fall into I was, that. Yeah. Oh, am I oh, I have to mute a little bit when someone else is talking too much. Then. Okay. Mine kind of go. goes along with what Lexi was just saying. Like, like you said, like everything is shared now and it's just really like, I mean, it's in your hand. Like you look at your phone and it's right there. You see all these things. And I have like goals and like my idea of what I want our homeschool to look like. And I guess my fear is that I'm going to look at and see all of that and fall into the pressure of like, oh, mine doesn't look like that. Maybe we should do this to the point where like it would change the way I'm doing it and then we're not enjoying it. But so I really want to just try hard to like stick with what's natural for me, like the way that I'm going to teach naturally and the way that my kids are going to learn because my kids are my kids. Like I know what's going to be good for them and how they learn best. And it's not going to look like uh, Instagram. Yeah. So, well, and that's really yeah, hard because it is human nature, you know, I mean, human nature, I feel like tends to when you have a goal or you have something coming up, you, you do picture it as idealistic. You know, usually it's hard to be like, this is going to be miserable and I'm going to hate lots of parts of it, you know, and it, it's, it is a marathon mentality versus, you know, I'm just going to love doing this every moment. And, you know, as being part of this marriage group, we've talked about this for literally, you know, 
hundreds of hours at this point of going into marriage with the expectations of every evening is just going to be a romantic dinner with us laughing and you know enjoying every moment is not realistic and if that is your only ideal is just this passion fueled uh you know every moment it probably is going to be disappointing and and I, I think that's super super common and a lot of ladies I think and just homeschoolers in general that is definitely a challenge but being aware of it I think is really awesome but Rebecca, well, are you, you fe- have, oh ahead. I was going to say are you feeling it already I mean do you feel like uh, maybe that Instagram thing where you know, people are starting, maybe you feel the pressure to start sooner than you want to do. Or maybe you're like, well, why are their kids saying all their letters and my kids don't even know, you know, their name or whatever. Uh, or their other kids are writing things or, you know, the kid at church is has memorized all of the Proverbs, uh, you know, and your kids are like, you know, can't do anything. Do you feel that already? And I think I the girls say- are muted. I know I've talked a lot, but I had my first experience of that like a couple weeks ago in the middle of the night. I was I think I had just like nurse Anders put him back to sleep and I was just like laying in bed and I felt that like fear of like I'm already behind. Like I'm not already doing enough. Like we should have started like probably last fall and that had never happened to me. I mean, I've heard (laughs) other moms say and I like but it actually happened to me and I was like no, like it's okay. And I just had to like remind myself of truths and that it's going to be okay. And I'm not behind, like I get, we get to decide. And, but it was like, I was like sweating a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yeah, it's real. Like you do feel that fear. How about you other moms? And I think you're muted there. Yep. She got it. Yeah. I think it. No, go for it, Allie. I need you to ask a question. I wasn't sure. Are we doing two? Are we on different questions here? Answer any question that you feel like you should answer. <laughs> it's hard. Um, sometimes when I'm approached by other moms, when they start to ask, like, "Oh, what is Charlotte going to be doing next year?" Um, like she should be starting, you know, some of them say kindergarten even. And then, you know, I, I usually say, you know, well, we're going to be keeping her home and we're going to be homeschooling. And then they want to know, well, what, what is it going to look like? Like, what are you going to be doing? And I think those are the times where I start to be like, oh man, like they're sending their kids to a formal like school to and they've got a plan. And that's where I start to sometimes feel like, okay, maybe I should be like, um, making a more solidified plan and have have things together a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Rebecca, do you feel that pressure at all? Of like, I need to be doing more. I need to, you know, I won't be enough or I got to start that kind of thing. I don't, I don't have as much pressure about like doing more or looking a certain way. I just don't want my kids to grow up and be like, wow, like what did that mom do? Like, Gee, she biffed it. Like, cause I really don't, I don't have a background in education and I really don't know what I'm doing. So um, like this year, I just was like, am I supposed to do something? Like I'm supposed to be doing something. So I started reaching out to some older moms who are in a new homeschool. And I was like, what am I supposed to be doing? This is how old my kid is. Am I like, am I missing something? So um, I think that's probably my biggest fear is just feeling like I'm not equipped to do it. Um, and so I know there's a lot of tools for that. I'm just starting to get my feet wet in like the options that there are. Cause I'm very like 
linear and planned out. And that's also partly my fear too, because I know like the whole reason I'm doing this is mm. so I can be flexible with each kid. So learning to have the balance between like having a plan, but also being flexible, that's not easy for me because I'm like all or nothing usually. So <clears throat> I would say that's probably my biggest fear yeah. with homeschooling. I think hmm. Roger Smith, who's a regular so, listener, he asked a question and actually he's been on the podcast before, but he said, you know, he said his two words were behind what? And that's in reference to and Rissa said in the middle of the night, she, you know, feels like, oh, my kids are behind or whatever. And he just asked behind what? Because I think that is really important to remember because it can feel like they're behind some set in stone line when in reality it is for the most part just an arbitrary thing that other people have yeah, like, you know, compared yourself to. What even is that? Like, yeah. Yeah. So definitely. Lexi, you have anything to add there? I was just going to say, I also find it interesting that in a world where education is pushed on kids early and earlier and earlier, we're moving the milestones back farther and farther because kids aren't ready for it. Mm -hmm. They're not developmentally ready at all for some of the things that we're trying to push on them. And if we just said, you know, let kids be kids, let them play, let them go outside, let them, you know, take a fresh air and spend time with friends or with family. I think that that would just make a really big difference. And I think it helped. Well, I think it was interesting how uh, Rebecca said that about herself. Uh, I'm curious to, to, to hear how you would, what you would say about yourselves. Are do you think you're, are you laid back? Are you uptight? Are you, uh, you know, a focused mom? Are you a easygoing mom? Um, and so what are you? Um, here. I'll go first. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should answer for each other. I'm just, I can answer for them. <laughs> okay. Let's hear this. This might be better. Okay. This go is, ahead. This right is now. our marriage no, no. group like every, every, every week. <laughs> we should just um, see if we all agree or disagree. <laughs> okay. Wait, are we really doing that? Okay. No? So sure. Rissa will go, well, Rissa will say what she think she is and then you can all give her the thumbs up or thumbs down if you agree or disagree Ooh, man, okay yeah, that's tough okay this is fun okay i think that i will be laid back more and you guys do you both? all agree they yeah. all three gave nice. the thumbs up in agreement how about you I allie i think i'll be more laid back okay they didn't go as quick <laughs> Lexi's, Lexi's like, like <laughs> Lexi's holding back a little bit here. I think I swing maybe a little bit in both ways. Depends on the day. Yeah. Lexi, it do you want to counter on... that? No, Allie's just like, she's a really good balance, I feel like. Even between. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think she just holds a really good balance. She'll probably be the one that is like seems really centered and maybe on the inside she's not but we're all like wow she's she's got a good balance going on so okay uh how you like rodents involved she's pretty she's pretty late yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i feel like i i don't know i i'm the only person i think with a teaching background like i taught in public school for two years so i'm passionate about education mm. i love teaching um but at the same time i feel like i've poured that energy into knowing that I need to hold back and mm. need to learn about my kids and their giftings. So I'm excited to start, but I don't feel like I'm overly planning the day or like our years, but that's, that's just my thought. Okay. So what does that mean? Are you, are you 
like a uh, s- s- uptight but holding back, or are you? <laughs> Probably. Okay. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that she's not willing to. Okay. Uh, but she's very intentional and she's very specific about you know holding herself in check in those areas. I think. I think you do really yes. good. Yes. Yeah. And, and yeah. Rebecca, you kind of said you would maybe be that. You know, uptight. Uptight. Okay. More <laughs> <laughs> among she friends here. Here a few seconds. <laughs> it, we won't even ask if everybody agrees. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so how do you think you'll? I mean, I was just thinking of this because it's really cool that you know all four of you are kind of entering this uh, about the same time because your kids are you know roughly the same ages. Um, how do you think you'll be able to encourage each other? Um, since you kind of know each other, uh, do you think you'll be able to talk each other down off the ledge when somebody's like, I'm ruining my kids. I know I am. I should be doing this. And I don't know why I'm homeschooling. I should. I have no business homeschooling my kids. You know, do you think how do you think you'll encourage each other? Um, I feel like we're all like we're all very different, but we do still have like we're all very the same, too. And I feel like we're all like. We know that if we come, like if one of us is going crazy, we know that if another one comes, like it's just out of love and we're just there to like help and support and love the other one. And yeah, I feel like it won't be very, I don't know. I think it will be easy to like do that for each other. Do you think it'll be easy to be truthful with one another? Because I know that there is, uh, sometimes uh you know when when moms are talking to each other uh and the mom is kind of having that freak out moment um i think it you know i think it's sometimes hard for moms to say your kids are going to be okay you're doing a great job you know they're lucky to be home as opposed to trying to solve it maybe and saying well have you tried this have you tried a chore chart you know if you do a chore chart maybe they won't have these problems uh again i'm just asking I think we deal with that now, even just as moms raising our kid with, you know, all, all kinds of issues in life now. And I think we're getting better and better at it, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, I think I feel like we balance well sharing in the struggle, but also like knowing when to give advice, like, give practical advice, because I mean, I don't want to people just to share in the struggle. I want my problems fixed too. <laughs> But, but that's because like, you're uptight. Okay. <laughs> well, I this think this has to be perfect. That's all yeah. I have. 100%. Uh, You'll need to encourage her a lot then. Yeah. I think one of the important parts, though, about that you what you all have and what we all have, I should include myself as well, but is that it's based on trust and true care for over a long period of time, you know? And I feel like it's harder to get that encouragement from someone who's just kind of, you know, in the comments of a Facebook post, but doesn't truly know you. So I think having history and relationship built up can, has really enabled that. I think going forward, I think that's going to be really beneficial, but I, I think that's where it's moms having other moms who are really invested in each other's lives, not just kind of come and go. I think you can, it, it would be harder to build that. I think without, without that, just doing life together, um, consistently over a, a longer period of time. Alexi, were you going to say something? Yeah. I was just going to add into that. I think it's so helpful that we all come from the same faith background too, of, 
like believing in the Lord and believing in the truth of the gospel too. And so when our kids are failing, remembering that we fail too, and that we are not perfect parents, we are not perfect educators, but we, through Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, can do the best that we can do and know that he will be faithful to, you know, bring that to fruition in our kids through our faithfulness. Definitely. This is really amazing to me because I remember Lexi was in Awana when I was the, a leader. I didn't, Lexi sounds like a really smart person now. I didn't even think she could make it around the circle at the Awana <laughs> circle. So uh, and it wasn't fast, but I had a good brain, I think. Uh, maybe, that, maybe that was it. Maybe She's the Hermione it. of uh, Awana. <laughs> yes. uh, let's see. Uh, one thing I was wondering is, you know, your husbands, uh, you know, have you talked to, you know, about, I assume you have, but this is a rhetorical question for the other people, everyone listening. Have you talked to your husbands about it? You know, what, do you have any kind of, we, we already talked about expectations are dangerous, but anything you're thinking of their involvement or you would like that, what that involvement would look like, you know, in the future? Uh, what have you guys Or are any about? of them a little apprehensive? Yeah, that too. You know, about homeschooling? Mine is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Still Stop. trying it's, to convince them. I would say that <clears throat> that's part of what's really neat about our family culture <clears throat> is that Jake was homeschooled all through. Um, and so I, I really enjoy hearing his experiences. I think he had a really rich childhood and I admire that. Mm. And um, so, yeah, I definitely want to model some things after how his family did things and I definitely reach out to my mom-in-law and um kind of pick her brain a little bit and and kind of look to those things so I do think that that's a that's a nice perk <laughs> is that he's definitely on board and really enjoyed his experience um I'd say for me there's the hope that John would be able to be involved. His schedule is very flexible. Um, it varies by the day, just based on his appointments. So um, I would love to see him be, and he's to, agreed to this, like to come in and help with certain things or kind of uh, round out where maybe I don't do subjects as well. So I'm really looking forward to that. I think he is too. <laughs> nice. Um, my husband is, he's a, a chiropractor in town, so he's pretty busy and he works long hours. So it would be primarily me doing a lot of the homeschooling. Um, but he's definitely like the wind in my sails with it. And one of, um, like something that he said is like, he's a big entrepreneur and he never knew that until like an adult. And he's like, when I, I was reading a book about homeschooling and about how like you can cater to each kid's personality and their interests. And he's like man, like I'm, I could have known so much more about like my interests that I'm a, like, I have a business mindset and all these things way earlier in life and done a lot with that if I had known earlier on. So mm. he's definitely mm -hmm. excited and on board. And um, like when I'm reading books about homeschooling, he's like, man, yeah, I like, that's like, that's it. So I don't know. He's, he's there with me, although not in person, mainly in spirit. Well, we're just about out of time. So girls, thanks for being on the show. Um, and I'm thinking, Ben, that we should make yes. this like a regular thing that, you know, just kind of a check in. 
you know, and see, you know, as we progress through the years, as you look more haggard and <laughs> forlorn, you know, and, and you're, you know, and as you, as you begin this journey, I think it'd be a fun thing to, to watch and see how it goes, goes along. So thanks for being on the show. And I'll say to all the other moms, moms, uh, you know, if you've got some other advice, maybe you could uh, send it in there. I saw the post today about uh, how you would give advice or what best your best advice to a new homeschooling mom. I was impressed. I thought the advice was amazing. Um, but uh, mom, I hope, you know, you've listened to these moms and you really at their at the um, the core of why they want to homeschool their children. Um, you know, and sometimes I've, as you've been at it for a little while, we forget that. Um, and so, um, you know, I just want to encourage you to remember why you do this. Remember what really matters, that it is home over school, not school over home. And uh, have a great weekend. And don't forget to smile. Thanks for joining us this week. Hopefully hearing from these young moms is encouraging and fun for you. If you'd like more weekly encouragement, sign up for our weekly email over on thesmilinghomeschooler.com. Also, thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making this possible. They're an amazing company and math curriculum, and we'd encourage you to go check out their free demo over at their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.